This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Welcome, my friends, to the Wolverine Speedway Show down at Madurk. You're at npr.nz triple nine am. We talk speedway, Robertson Holden International Speedway. Plus, we talk with drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Yeah, good, Chris. Good to be back on another doing it in the dirt, mate. Yeah, this was your especially after the weekend. Yeah, weekend. it was. It was good to get through a, um, a weekend, which was you know a, it was looking hit and miss during the week, but man, beautiful day, awesome night. Was great. It was great to get from uh, some racing and great to get teams racing in here in Palmy too. Yep, that's for sure. Western Springs though kicked off um, finally up in Auckland. I know you're at Waikaraka, Bruce, but um, the Springs finally underway at um, well at the Springs. Well, exactly. Yeah, the competitors are real happy to get back to their home track, and uh, it's just uh, diabolical up there. The, the restrictions that we have at that Western Springs Stadium there, with uh, the reason they couldn't run uh, normally at their normal opening meeting, was because of the concert that was there so maybe the concerts pay better money than Speedway so um, who knows but it certainly makes it hard work to promote up there when you've got to pull the whole fence down and, and the wall up there part of the wall goes And um, but hey they, they were pleased to get back racing again yeah, they certainly were, and of course, it was the international midget series, um, international sprint, sprint car series. Yep. Sorry, and um, you know we had Robbie Farr, Jamie Veal, and of course Jonathan Allard um, in amongst that. It wasn't the greatest of nights for Jonathan Allard, unfortunately, not even making the uh, the start line for the feature race. So, uh, not the uh, the start to the series that JA would want, and no doubt he'll be back. Uh, and, you know, angrier than ever, angrier than ever <laughs> like, he, like he gets for the for the second round. Um, the first round won though by Michael Pickens, and um, you know how good is that? Where he committed, flew back from California, landed Saturday morning, Correct. and then picks up yeah. a feature win. It was amazing that uh, the dedication of that guy as a as a competitor is just just amazing, and we're very pl- proud to have him as a. Uh, Western Springs competitor and also as a New Zealander because he's representing us overseas and did extremely well in the in the midget series he was racing over there and I don't think he got a, a win at the end of it but he did get a second or a couple of seconds mm. so it was to his credit when you've got you know 60 or 80 midgets turning up at a meeting and you're having to try and uh, qualify for a start let alone uh, place in the in the final. Yep. Yeah, exactly right, and he'll be back, obviously, back to the US in a, a month or so as we count down to the uh, the Chili Bowl with the midgets after the after the internationals head over here and prep themselves. Jamie Larson finished up second place in the feature. I think he ended up coming from about grid uh, grid eight in the end, and Dean Cooper just keeps getting better and better every season with a third place. So that's uh, that was good. But um, what do we got here? The Supersones were there as well. And of course, um, once again, Jacob Flynn seemed to sort of steal a bit of limelight in a, in a couple of heat races. Um, not not quite getting the better of his uncle Steve, but in the end, it was Steve Cowling that took the feature win from Steve Flynn, and uh, Jacob Flynn managing to get third on the uh, on the podium. So. J- Jacob Flynn's going to be a you know definite one to watch. Yeah, Certainly is- an up and coming competitor, and uh, yeah, he did he. Uh, Top the Lucas Oil Series that yeah. was at yep. the start of the season between Palmerston and Hawke's Bay there and won in Palmerston and also won it at uh, Hawke's Bay, which was pretty good effort from a young guy that's only just come out of mini stocks, really. Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. Did you hear how, how the boys liked the track up at um, Western Springs, Bruce? They they said it was it was good. It was a bit, bit slick, but, I mean, it was, you know, hadn't had a lot of time to prepare yep. it. That's yep. the trouble, yep. and... Uh, Hope to be able to get a bit more water into it next time and uh, get it so that it is a much more workable track. Yep. Yep. Aaron Hodgson, two from two with the midget features. Obviously, the first one being at uh, Waikaraka, but nonetheless, it was a Springs meeting. He'll be looking for a hat trick this weekend at uh, at Western Springs. You know, a feature wins to start the season, which will be uh, be good. But yep, round two is this weekend, isn't it, Bruce, for the international midget series, uh, international sprint cast series? Done it twice now. <laughs> 
Yep, but, uh, they're doing another uh, another round, um, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how they go. Yep, definitely will, definitely will. Uh, there was no racing at the Bay. How did uh, Waikareka go for you with your derby? Uh, we were, had a, a drop in numbers, that's for sure. It's very difficult in Auckland to get derby cars. They're selling um, anything that's goes to the wreckers or the crushers these days, they're getting somewhere between 600 and $750 oh, wow. for them. So there are guys there that have had to pay $600 to go derby car racing. And a uh, young guy, oh, not a young guy, he's a middle-aged almost, I suppose, guy, Ollie Young, he won the derby. And there was a girl came in second there, um, Blaze, her name is Blaze Star. So... It was still a spectacular uh, derby, and we threw the ramp out there for a bit of uh, added excitement. And uh, <laughs> it was a full-on derby, not a not a derby, yep. not a ramp race. It was just uh, they could go over the ramp if they wanted to. Um, a guy, Kane Polglass, he won the the biggest jump on the ramp, so <laughs> sailed through the air for about thirty meters, I suppose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a one of the first ones over it, and. He, had a flying leap at it and <laughs> yep. did very well. Is there any racing at the uh, Waikareka this weekend, Bruce? There's uh, a club night there. The club, we weren't racing up there because, of course, the big uh, tank celebration in Palmerston, which I need to be at. So <laughs> we uh, hadn't uh, scheduled a meeting there, but the club have decided to put on a club night just to give everybody some extra racing. We've unfortunately had to cancel the following weekend, um, the big, one of the biggest problems is is we had no stock cars because they're running a, a championship yep. at Kiki, yep. Key Key, and that means that no track in the country can mm-hmm. run stock cars, which which is a bit of a crazy rule, really. And I, especially how, for a GP. And how it ever got through conference, I don't know, but that's <laughs> that's the way things have have uh, have gone. Mm. And. Um, Super stock numbers are down too because the they wanted a super stock teams race with Kiki at Kiki. Yep. So, and now the problem we've got in Auckland, of course, we were running a bit against uh, the Coca Cola Christmas in the park and fireworks there, plus uh, Guns and Roses are at uh, uh, Eden Park. Yeah, so it's uh, it's best to well, have a week off. Best to have a week <laughs> off, I think. There'd be nobody left in Auckland that wants to be entertained. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, Hawks Bay there is racing this weekend, of course. Though they've got the Hawks Bay mm-hmm. Super Saloon Champs and the Piston Cup with the uh, six shooters heading down from uh, from Waikaraka, Bruce. Yeah, that's right. There's there's a the usual group of uh, about ten or twelve that travel. And uh, they always put on a great show, the wheel-to-wheel and uh, open-wheel racing. So uh, people can expect uh, something a little bit different there with the Predator series up there. Yep. Mm. Also got a good lineup of um, super saloons I've seen on the list as well. Yeah, there's a close to 20 yeah. super saloons or around 20 super saloons coming. There's uh, about 12 visitors from uh, coming from all around the country, really. Yep. No, it would, uh, it's going to be a great night over in the Bay. Um, just to touch on the weekend gone in Palmy, of course, we had the teams invasion, the Man or Two Superstock champs, and a great runoff between Jordan Deere and Jack Myers for that Man or Two Superstock title. Jack coming out on top and taking his third uh, successive yep. Man or Two title, three in a row, which is very good. Jordan Deere second, and David Lowe coming home third. So uh, a one, two, three there for the Panthers, yep. oh, which is uh, very good. I don't think anyone's ever got three in a row either. I don't think anyone's got three in a row. No, no I went back no. through the history, and I don't think anyone's actually done three in a row for the men or two champs. So Jacko's the uh, the first, and who knows? Uh, he's probably capable of doing four to be oh, fair yeah. next year. <laughs> More than capable. Yep. Um, the Wanganui Vulcans managed to go back-to-back yep. in the uh, – and the stock car teams event as well. And I've got to say, I think it's the last time that we get Chris to draw the the numbers possibly there or <laughs> something right? because uh, because you know how we had the four teams that were already placed in and then the four teams we drew? Well, the four teams that were placed in didn't win a race all night. <laughs> <laughs> neither of the Palmy teams and neither of the Waikato teams won a race all night. All the random draw teams won two races, obviously, to qualify through. That means it must have been a good draw. <laughs> it must have been a good draw. So, uh, But no, Wanganui um, came through and yep. got to say, very impressed with the um, 
the Mid East team as well, the select team they put together, you know, to come together on the night and go unbeaten all night, yeah. albeit finished third, is um, a real credit to that team. They tell me young Jaden Hall did exceptional mm. in that uh, team's event there, and he's a great one for reading a race and uh, knew exactly what was going on the whole time, which is something that guys like Peter Rees have developed over the years, and mm-hmm. I guess Scotty Myers is another one that's capable of doing the same thing, and it's great to see Jaden uh, excelling at that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely is good. But this weekend, we've got something very special, Bruce. We're celebrating. Uh, it's not quite your fiftieth birthday, but it's your <laughs> tanks. It's your tanks' fiftieth birthday. It is. Yes, <laughs> we got the tank coming out for the uh, the big fiftieth celebration. Let's uh, talk about that one. Well, it's not only my tank. There'll be a whole yep. lot more, a whole lot of other tanks there. Um, there's about eighteen tanks that are in direct line of the one that I built originally. Dave Evans built uh, tank two, three, four and five. Um, We'll have four of those five tanks there on Saturday night. And um, then Kerry Pajerski took over the line and built tank six to the latest one is tank 18, which Justin Cunningham has almost got ready to go on the track. He hopes to have it there Saturday night, but it's <laughs> touch and go, I think, at this stage, whether it'll be race ready, but certainly be ready for display anyway, if nothing else. So it means there's another, you know, um, line from 6 to six to 18. Yep. Yep. Plus the, there's numerous other tanks that have been built around the country. Normie Dempster had a tank. Gary Parks had a tank. Yep. Um Kevin Roberts. Kevin Roberts, yeah. his car will be there. Bill Pete's done a few. Bill Pete, I think, has told me he built eight of them. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, and uh, Lindsay Willis, he built one right in the very early days, yep. just yep. a year or Off two money. after my yep. one, yeah. Yep. Yep. So before Dave started his uh, line, which sort of was about four years after I'd done it, it was raced for four or five seasons before Dave took over and... Uh, Built, a, built another number tank two alongside tank one yep. and then uh, modified them from there on and number five was really a super tanker. It was slightly longer wheelbase and and the um, wheel guards were changed so that they could accommodate who's ears and all that sort of thing by that stage. Yep. And he took off the um, the body as well, eh? They were, they were just panels on the um, last couple that he built. Yeah, look, I wouldn't be sure. Is that right? <laughs> no, they you, were. Were they? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a, a great one. How do you feel knowing, you know, 50 years ago, well, it's technically 51, but 50 years ago, you built this tank that's become an absolute icon of, of Speedway, not just, you know, we've got space frames and gorges and Kurigas and um, Reezes and all those chassis out there, tri-rails, but the tank is always still now known as... You know, it's almost like the big scary machine out on the track. It's the war horse. It's the, it's you know what uh, everyone's you know fears, so to speak. I guess so. Yeah, and and it was you know designed and built for teams racing, and that's that was the end thing in those days. There was a central districts or central region, I think, teams racing uh, championship on at that time, and. Of course, the Panthers were always excelling and often ran one, I think, for three or four years in a row. And uh, this, the tank was designed uh, mainly for teams racing. It's great for barging its way through and uh, and it was always a magnet too in a, in a teams race. They'd all be worried about <laughs> the tank well, and I'd be blocking them and, and they'd, somebody would go around and win the race. So it was it was an awesome thing to drive and, and had a lot of fun in it over the years and Went through to lots of tracks. Did I don't know fifty five meetings I think in one wow. year in it. Wow. So it was. We used to race uh, Palmerston North Saturday night. Um, I'd drop the car off down at Jamison's, and the the guys would all. I'd go home and have a sleep, and the guys would get stuck in and get it prepared. And we'd I'd turn up there at eight eight o'clock in the morning and hook it on. And I had a Thunderbird in those days, and um, hooked it on behind the Thunderbird and headed off to Tokoroa. So. And if it wasn't Tokoroa, it would be another track somewhere else and we'd run Rotorua and uh, figure eight racing. I really enjoyed that too, won quite a few of the figure eight championships and 
it was a it was a great car and and of course the legends lived on with lots of other great drivers like the Scotty Myers and the Dave Evanses and the Warren McIntyre and won the New Zealand champs with it. That was a that was a great meeting in Nelson there where he won uh, the three heats, mm, which yep. I don't think's ever been done before or since. So um, what it was to his credit that you know he he had that car humming that night. Yep, definitely. There there must be some very like I say um, special moments for you. You've done a lot in Speedway, but to just this is obviously all about the tank and to think how it evolved over the years you must look back at times and think wow you know a group of guys in the shed yourself the Jamisons you know a whole big crew of yours built this tank and it sort of changed um, speedway it changed changed stock car racing yeah well it has to a point but I mean there's still as you say all those other chassis out there that Mm. do extremely well and and have got their following and um, the tanks are Highly labour intensive to repair. There's no doubt about that. Yep. But what a what a great thing to drive. You feel safe in them. They you know absorb all the impact, and it, and it's very rarely anybody gets an injury when they're driving a tank. So it's uh, yeah, just one of those things that have I kept, I could never imagine it would have kept going for fifty years. Yeah, so. Yeah. When I built it, thinking five years ahead was a <laughs> young guy of twenty-two or something. Five years ahead was a was a lifetime. So, yeah. and to think that the you know the the concept's still out there and still being successful. Yep. yep. Do you have a? I know it's on the spot, but do you sort of have a a favourite moment? Maybe not as such with your tank, but amongst the tanks. I know you mentioned Warren McIntyre's well, that was New Zealand the, title. That but was one of the highlights being down in Nelson there and yep. seeing Warren win. Three heats, bang, 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 you know, and, and there was some tough competition out there as well. The other thing, one of the highlights too was those figure eight racing. That was just just absolutely thrilling and exhilarating to drive in one of those and you you had to time that cross in the centre dead right and, <laughs> and it didn't, wasn't too much of a worry in a tank. You just hit Go whatever was there in the road. And, um, I remember that snooping guy from ha- uh, Hamilton, I think he was based a car called Snoopy and yep, I hit yep. it once in the middle of the Tokara figure eight and the, I think the whole side rail and back bumper came off and there wasn't much left of the, the car <laughs> sitting in the sitting in the middle of the um, middle of the oval there. <laughs> Not many people would have raced on Tokara. It was a little track there in the in that mill town and they used to try different track surfaces and one day they had shavings on it there and you should have seen the dust and the shavings <laughs> dry going flying you could hardly see see anything and <clears throat> excuse me it was a yeah it was a certainly a different track that's for sure had the big pine logs around the wall for a safety fence and yeah yep. seeing Dave Evans get his second total must have been a good highlight for you as well back Bruce to back, yeah. yeah oh yeah there's there's been lots of lots of great events with uh, where the tank's been successful, and you know when you feel part of it, it's yep. it's really a really an awesome feeling. Yeah, it certainly is. This uh, tomorrow night, because obviously with uh, how things are running, um, is the meet is the tank meeting. But Friday night, you've got the tank celebration meet and greet um, up at the top of the the grandstand, and you've got a, a very good lineup here of uh, people. To, that's going to be talking. Obviously, David Popwell is going to be emceeing the uh, the first half of the the you know the the uh, meet and greet with uh, a lot of the older drivers from early days of the tank. Um, you got yourself, Howard Lockwood. What's that sort of involvement there? Is that going back to the building of the tank and things like that? I guess so. It's just whatever. Yeah, Howard was there when yep. the when the tank was originally built and. Um yeah, there's some stories to be told there, so we'll we'll leave those for the yeah, definitely for uh, tomorrow night. But I mean, look at the the names here. You know, um, you've got Dave Evans, Warren McIntyre, Brian Anderson, John Lund. You know, who can yeah. forget when Lundy drove uh, a Scott's tank team. when he came over yeah. here? Um, and then of course Scott Myers, Kerry Pajewski, and then I see on here Stu Smith has uh, Stu Smith Junior from England's making a video appearance. I'm sure. That'll be to do with uh, with team champs, <laughs> the spectacular accident. <laughs> oh yes, he's um, part of the um, well, I suppose the legend of of the tanks, isn't he? Yeah, how he got 
left himself wide open and put on a spectacular fireworks show. <laughs> That's for sure. See, uh, same with Ron Tyres. I see you're going to call him up as well. He, I see you. Um, did you take your legs out or something? Well, it's when I broke, yeah. broke my leg when, yeah. I, when I hit Ron Tyres. Yeah. 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 Well, there we go. <laughs> there's going to be plenty of stories to be told, no doubt about it. And, of course, there's plenty of other um, drivers that will be spoken with uh, on the night and uh, cut the cake. you got a big 50th cake, Bruce. Yep, there's a cake going to be there to be cut right at the end of the evening, so <laughs> something to look forward to. It's it's going to be great. And then on Saturday night, what's the okay? What's the plan? Saturday night we're going racing because the programs in the way of classes: historic stock cars, super stock stock cars, and then obviously the side cars. But it's not very often in Palmy we only run a few classes like this. <laughs> there must be planning a few big events. Well, there's. Um well, there's 30 historic stock cars coming wow. for a starter, mm. so that'll we'll have to split them in two for the first race of the night. Um, we'll probably put all the older ones together and then yep. the later ones for the second heat, and then they'll have to all go together for the next heat and the feature. But um, there's so there'll be some tank versus tanks races um, and stock car tanks versus stock car tanks, and then there'll be uh, uh, tanks versus the best of the rest and stock cars and in super stock. So wow. it's a full night of um, tank excitement, I suppose. Yep. Yeah, tank extravaganza, I guess you could <laughs> yeah. say. And um, we won't give it away because people need to be there to see it, but a very cool grand parade and pyro uh, show planned as well, Bruce. There is, yep. There'll be, be plenty to... Plenty to see and plenty to keep you captivated. Definitely is. It's going to be one huge event. Um, it reminds me, I guess, of the 75th was probably the last massive celebration we had that was uh, you know, a global challenge weekend years ago. It was probably the last big, big celebration we've had here in Palmy. And this one, I, you know, if it's um, anything like that, it's going to be an awesome weekend and I can't wait to, uh, to get amongst it, Chris. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Just as good as the 30th of Abrams. It'll be it'll be something pretty spectacular. This, that's <laughs> for sure. There's people coming from miles around to to be part of it and and to spectate as well. So right right over New Zealand, actually, some I know and people Australia. coming from Australia as well yeah. for yeah. it. So we've got mates coming from Australia for it. Yeah. So and old mate from Invercargill. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The, pres- the, the what? The mayor. The mayor of Invercargill. <laughs> All right, Bruce. Righto. Look, we'll see you at the check. Well, that was Bruce Robertson there, Stu, and we're in, in for a good one this Saturday night, eh? Yeah, we certainly are. It's going to be a great night there at uh, the Robertson Prestige International Speedway. Of course, tank celebration, 50 years of the tank, and uh, definitely can't wait to be amongst it, that is for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Just a pity it wasn't last season, eh? Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit of a bummer, um, you know. And of course, especially because we've done all those interviews as yeah. well, leading up to it. Yeah. Um, being that it was meant to be the fiftieth, but hey, either way, we've finally made it here now. And uh, you know, there's been plenty of work going on in sheds around the countryside, not only for cars that are going to be racing on the weekend, but cars that are on display. I see Robbie James's tank down yep. at the track. Yeah. Um, you know, you'd never, you'd never think that that was uh, you know out there racing once upon a time. Um, but <laughs> yeah, there is some quite a bad state. It is quite a bad state, isn't it? <laughs> but either way, it's going to be an absolutely awesome night here in Palmy, um, both tonight and you know with the meet and greet later on tonight. Um, you know, they've got the big screen all set up too, so that you can uh, watch the big screen if you're sitting out on the balcony of the grandstand. They've got the, um, all the tanks on the infield for Friday night. You know, tonight facing the the grandstand. Yep. On Saturday night, they're all going to be parked out on the infield facing the pit side, you know, start finish line. And it's just going to be it's just going to be massive. They've got posters, t-shirts, all sorts ready to go, um, and your chance to you know talk to some of those old drivers that were just absolutely gin tank commanders. Yeah, this for sure. Some of them that don't even really go to the track anymore. No, a lot of them don't. It's quite, you know, quite amazing. A lot of the uh, the old boys, so to speak, they don't really venture into Speedway anymore. They've, they've done their time. They've served their, their time, won their things, and they've passed their knowledge on a few years ago, and now they just, you know, they've, they're off fishing on Saturday yeah. nights <laughs> yeah, or Saturdays, yeah. basically. Yep, yep. Yep. All right, we'll take a quick break, and on the other side, we're going to talk teams racing once again, but this time South Island styles. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information.
Well, welcome back to Doing In The Dirt here on NPR, Triple Nine AM, and of course uh, Spotify and uh, Apple Play, as most of you are listening to us, um, on demand as well on the uh, NPR website, npr.nz show. Slash shows <laughs> slash D I I T D, and of course plays on a Sunday. Yeah. If you're listening to old school nine triple nine AM radio, you're having a bit of an off tonight, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> midgets, midgets, and slows, <laughs> mate. It's crazy. But um, hey, teams racing. We had teams racing here in Palmy on the weekend. Eight teams it was an awesome night. Yep. And um, down in Christchurch at Wilford Glen Speedway, they've got the mainland stock car team champs gets bigger and better every season. And to talk to us about that, we've got one of the superstars of the Cando Canterbury Crushers, Jay Huggies Holtham. How are you, Jay? Um, good, brother, but the superstar is probably a little extravagant, to be honest. Well, I thought I'd just say that because this is a, a bit of a you know Manawatu recorded radio show, you know, and you are an absolute superstar of the Manawatu, you know, one of the greatest, <laughs> the one of the greatest exports we've ever sent down to Christchurch. <laughs> nah, that'd be Jaden Moore. That's not me. Ah, well, you're actually down there though, so Jaden doesn't count. He's PC. We got, we PC. got, we got you. We got rid of you. See, we done the right thing. We fully cut ties. <laughs> you were clever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, mate. Big weekend heading up this weekend. Obviously, this mainland um, teams event. It just gets a bit bigger and better every year, doesn't it? Yeah, the level of um, competition, the level of gear. Um, I suppose the meeting as a whole and the prestige of it is getting bigger and better each time. Um, the club and, and Steve Lennon do a wonderful job in uh, getting a lot of quality teams down. Um, even even the South Island teams are just starting to really step their game up in terms of machinery and quality of drivers and things like that. So it's good. I'm excited. It gives us a, a proper indication of where we're at on the scale before we... Um, before we go to Huntley, really. Yeah, and and it shows, obviously, like last season down in Wellington, um, well, two seasons ago, sorry, down in Wellington, you know, um, if it wasn't for cars being tipped over, to be fair, you know, you guys were literally on the money. Yeah, yeah. Um, we probably got a little bit too ahead of ourselves, and not many of us had really been in that situation before. Um, I was relatively, relatively confident against Waikato, to be fair. I thought they were... The easier out of the three other semi-finalists. Yep. Um, yep. Boy, were we wrong? Yeah. Waikato turned up and got rid of everybody and and anybody. So um, kudos to them. Yeah, exactly right. But you're dead right. You know, like why, um, Canterbury's been to Team Champs many a times. We've seen some great uh, highlights from the team, but it was sort of the first time you ventured into that that finals foray. And like you say, wouldn't say you didn't know what to do, but. Just the whole game changes. It's just like it, it goes yeah. to another level, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, generally, that like you say, the gear's a lot better. That the drivers are probably a little bit more skilled. Like end of the day, the cream rises to the crop. It doesn't matter really who you pull on on the first night. You've still got to beat the quality teams the second night, even if you have a somewhat a, an easy run. I don't think there's any easy runs, but you can maybe have mm. slightly easier runs leading up to um, leading up to day two, but at the same time, you still got to beat the best. Yep. And uh, that, that will wipe at it when we just, plain and simple, we didn't beat them. Yep. So, as yeah. they say, you got to lose one to win one, so fingers crossed that's our one lost, and now uh, <laughs> we can bring it home from Huntley in February. Sounds sounds good, eh? It's a, we've all got the same idea, mate. We've all got the same idea. But uh, let's let's have a run through some of these teams. Obviously, the the Cando Fishing Crushers, good of uh, sponsor. Cando Fishing, Cando. Yep, yep, yep. I was just going to say Get Campbell's got in behind you, so uh, that's always good. But mate, I'm looking at this team. Obviously, Harley's in there. Um, yourself returning to the starting lineup. Wade Sweeting is returning from uh, the Wellington team. And then a couple of hot rods out there, Braden Lennon and James Thine. Now, James has been a part of this team before. Uh, I think he'd done New Zealand teams back when it was in Gisborne one year. Yes, yeah, he did it two years, one year. Yeah. No, sorry, we, we did it two years, yeah. So he was, he'd done it my first year, probably 15, 16, I think, we did it. And then I was the manager the following year. Yep. And he did it 16, 17 in a borrowed car. Um, He's still relatively inexperienced in terms of teams, but that's that's just on paper when you actually see him teams race. He's actually crazy clever and 
does mm. his role, and although it's not spectacular, he does his role to perfection. He wins his one-on-one battles. Um, he picks and chooses his gaps really, really wisely, and whether he needs to attack or whether he needs to defend, he's um, yeah. This is definitely the most confident I've ever been in my the team I'm involved in. That's for sure. Yeah, and same with Braden. You know, Braden. Uh, I mean, I'll be fair if you haven't seen seen him block much, but on the highlight reels, he seems to be a weapon in winning races. If he's not winning a race, he's making sure he decides who does. So yep. uh, he's, he's put a few people away in the last couple of years in teams racing. And uh, I'll have to eat some humble pie. I didn't quite expect him to be as savage as he was. Yeah. Um, as soon as he puts the red and black kit on, maybe he's a beast. So uh, that's, that's promising for us and gives me, like I say, it gives me more confidence in the team and things like that. So he does it, I don't have to, I suppose. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Exactly right. Because you guys, because obviously like James and and um, and Bredo, they've got the same chassis, yeah? Same cars? Yes. Yep. Yes. And yours is like a hybrid version? Uh, I suppose it's uh, in a way a version up maybe or a, probably a slightly more technical version. Yep. Um, so we're running the QTR there, the Vortec lads own Brad Rosewarn and Tom Drake, they own the car, um, and I'm just peddling it in the meantime. So that's just out of the leech camp, and Glenn's actually been awesome for us in terms of fine-tuning it and making sure I can get the most out of myself um, and out of the car collectively as opposed to just one or the other or, or separately. Who would have thought the old green tractor driver is talking a bit technical here on this <laughs> oh, show, mate? Oh, yeah, yeah, listen to it. We can talk geometry if you want. Oh, no, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good. <laughs> How far to, um, to your new car is going to be ready, mate? Oh, well, to be honest, I'll probably just be in the QTR for the rest of the season and Brad can jump on the tri-rail world building for me. Um, those boys are just busy with work. They're, they make money first. Yep, End yep, of the day, yep. um, like everyone knows, Speedway is a hobby, so... If you're not making money, you're spending it. Yep. So uh, they'd rather make it in the meantime. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I, I don't know what next season holds, whether or not we do another deal. We're always doing deals. <laughs> and um, whether or not I'm in the QTR next season or maybe a season off or maybe I'm in the trial rail. But honestly, I don't know. Yep. So yep. Yep. Sort of just take it month by month and we reassess each time. This, um, this Canterbury Crushers team that you've got here, so do you guys do a bit of, you know, you, um, this is the team that's going to go to Huntley. You stick to it. You go all the way through, or do you have a few other races to trial a few different members? Uh, yeah, we do have a, a couple other races lined up. Um, at this point, it's probably our strongest team. No disrespect to anyone else in the squad. Um, I'm somewhat surprised I made it. To be fair, because we've actually got quite a bit of talent, and there's a few guys. Alex Rondell's returning, who was a bit of a weapon back in the day. Yeah. Um, You've got guys like Awa Johns, and who's been there and done that too, who just loves snowplowing anybody and everybody. Um, Robbie Edgeworth hasn't done any teams racing yet, but he's just flopping at the bit for it. So we've got a bit of depth there, which is nice. Um, each area, like financially depth, uh, I suppose. Um, the quality of cars, like just every area we've just been improving on over the last five years, and it's starting to starting to show. Yep, 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 exactly right. And I think probably the, the the professionalism of that Superstock team rising, it always has a flow-on effect to uh, to everything around it. And I know it's the two different classes, but as I say, you see the, the success of the Glen Eagles over the last few years. It makes the uh, the stock car boys want to step up and, and have that same success, yeah? Oh, absolutely. We want to replicate what they did a couple of years ago um, for a bunch of guys that don't really get together that often. Um, they race extremely well. They all get along. Everyone on the Crusher squad gets along really well as well. Um, our group chat on Facebook is active probably 23-7. Um, <laughs> a whole bunch of high-ab jokes and uh, voice memos. But um, nah, we actually really get along and we hang out outside of Speedway, I think. Out of the 12 people we've got in our squad, probably eight or nine of them went up to Blenheim in the weekend and we all travelled up together and parked next to each other and talk a bunch of crap and it's um, it's really good. It's it's really promising, and I'm I'm actually really enjoying being involved in 
in this camp this year. Nice, nice. Uh, right, let's move on to the other teams, though. It's not all about you guys. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you, got the, uh, you got the Central Coyotes, obviously, Cromwell. First time they put a team together was last season, and... Um, your old mate BJ Tunnyfar amongst that. Dan McNally, he's yeah, been amongst yeah, uh, your guys' team as well in the past. Yeah. Jacob Bolton, he, um, you know, we've seen him about the stock car ranks for a few years and a couple of names to be fair I'm not familiar with, Shane McDonald and Casey McEwen. But, uh, you know, some people like BJ and Dan are going to really um, lead that team from the front, I think. Yeah, they are. Um, BJ's been uh, since day one. I... I think Casey McEwen's pretty much been the backbone. He's an Invercargill boy that races out of Cromwell. Yep. And, um, to be fair, I think, I wouldn't say single-handedly, but I think he's been a massive part in the, the boom of stock cars in the lower South Island between Dunedin, and Invercargill and Cromwell. Um, those three tracks are really working together. And the stock car grade anyway, I don't know about the, the club's yep. backstory and all that sort of stuff, but um, he's a real big driving force behind it. And um, those boys can pedal, man. Like they're not slow, and you know exactly what McNally can do. So, yes. Um, no, no weak spots in that team. Um, ah. There's a few guys that are probably less experienced, but at the same time, they've got the machinery and the people around them to to pick them up as well. So, no, that'll be a good one. I don't think they've beaten us yet. So, fingers crossed. I'm not in the team that does lose. <laughs> you never want to be in that first time team when it comes to a loss. No, no. no the um, the Speedway Garage Otago Outlaws. Um, cool to see the team up here supporting the uh, the Otago team down south. And again, once again, a North Island name, Trezan. He's um, he's stepped into that team, and, uh, and you'd be silly not to put him in it. Um, you got Benji Smale, obviously street stocked, you know, nutcase. Mark Taylor as well in the team. He's been been amongst teams racing for some time. Um, then you have got Nico and Zane. That's um, that to me is a you know again once again that mixed balance like Cromwell's got of bit of experience and a few new guys. They've got experience and they've got mongrel. Um, everyone's everyone's got good gear though. That's the thing. So you can't you can't just smash someone in an old crapper. <laughs> yes, darling. Sorry, I've just got to blow bubbles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good man. Old girl, when the two-year-old daughter says blow bubbles, you blow bubbles. Doesn't matter how tough you are. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, but long, long of the, the days gone where you can, I, I suppose, I wouldn't say pick on the weak one. Yeah. But you can eliminate a, a, a an older or a lesser quality car. Um, you, you can't outmongrel anyone now. You've literally got to outsmart them. Yep. So um, that's just the quality of gear that's down here, especially the quality of gear that's teams racing. But um, it's good because it's making us better, and the more times we face better quality teams, the, the more comfortable we are um, in our own situations, And I suppose. And as a team as a whole, especially when we go to Huntley, like, this is the whole purpose of yep. getting two North Island teams down is so we can have as much quality practice, mm. not just practice in general, but quality practice before we go up. Yep. yep. I was just going to mention that in in this next part because obviously the Kiki King stock car team and the Wanganui Vulcans who are just fresh off a of victory here in Palmy both heading down and that just absolutely bolsters what this team's events is going to be. It's it's all going well having these one-off teams races or a couple of teams races on a night, but having these teams championships is a whole different ball game to a one-off teams race, and it prepares you Absolutely. more for Huntley. Um, it's the hype as well. Yep. It's the hype that, and uh, I suppose the atmosphere that we don't miss, but we don't, we're not exposed to enough. Mm. Mainland is at this stage the only event that we sort of get that quality. Yeah. Um, Dunedin's East. Oh, I don't want to be rude. I think it's the East Coast Teams Crown that we yep. did last year. I think they're planning on getting a few North Island teams as well at the end of the year. So that could be really cool as well. Um, again, it just bodes well for the South Island in general. Yeah, 
it's exactly what's needed. And it's good that these North Island teams are supporting after, you know, the likes of you guys, Blenheim for years, Nelson, have all, or Greymouth as well, have all supported us up here when we've had, well, every New Zealand title up here. Um, so the Kings, Chris Shingleton, obviously, former street stock champion in his own right, Aidan McPherson returning back to the team, Caleb Hayes uh, was new to the team last year, Callum Flavel, years of experience, and Dion Henderson. Um, that's going to be a, a great team right there, that key, key team. It is. It is, and um, Tony's not silly, their manager, so he's pretty much Steve Axton's protege. Um, obviously, Steve Ax is the Rebels manager, and yep. he's led them to victory, so pretty much what Tony knows, he's learnt from um, he's learnt from Ax. Yes. Um, but those, again, the quality of their cars is as good as any. Um, they may not have some superstar names without sounding disrespectful, but they're good names nonetheless. And I mean, all it takes is a couple flat tyres and uh, she's a game changer. Yep, yep. Dead right there. And then, of course, uh, the last North Island team representing and the last team we're going to run through is the Wanganui Vulcans, who, of course, won here in Palmy over the weekend, back-to-back, won all three yeah. of their races too. Caleb, a bit of a changed lineup though, from Palmy, but still. Caelan Mooney, uh, Cody Alabaster and Blair Reeve-Smith all joined the team that... Um, Callum Sturzaker and Dennis Black are backing up from the weekend gone here in Palmy. But that team, uh, very, it's always a very young team, Wanganui. Very young yeah. and very exciting. Very young, but most of those guys have been together for two, three, maybe even four years now. Well, they've kind of been together forever if you count their mini stocks. Yeah, was, yeah. Well, that's it, man. Again, that's that communication that you have off track that, that does wonders on track. Yeah. Um, funny enough, when we went to Gisborne the first time, most of us raced stock cars online on the computer together and we decided we'd might as well start racing <laughs> teams together and we sort of just learned what each other were doing. So there were times where I knew Harley would have someone tied up or I could dive into a corner full noise and know full well that Harley or James were going to stop someone while they were on my tail. Because that's what you do on the computer. <laughs> if, if I know it sounds corny, people will laugh, but that's exactly it. Oh, I know what you if mean, it though. It doesn't hurt or doesn't cost as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely get what you Same mean, Jay, and it makes though. sense. Same amount of swear words, though. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Yeah, nah. But it makes sense, though, right? Any racing together, regardless of what it is, it's um, it's always good, because you've got to read minds. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Nah, exactly right. So how's the format work, Jay, with five teams? Uh, so we were going to have two groups of three. Um, unfortunately, Greymouth pulled out. So Dave Houston, shout out to him. He had his wee girl um, a few days ago. And then a couple of the boys are shooting over to for Aussie now Yep. Uh, to go work on the mine. So unfortunately, we lost them. So now it's just you draw a team out of the hat. Um, the winner faces the loser, blah, blah. You face... Uh, you have two qualifying races, and yep. top two on points go to the final. Third and fourth on points go to the third and fourth runoff. Yep. And then the team that's in fifth with the least amount of points will go into the consolation races. And get a wooden We've spoon. We've running as well. <laughs> Sweet. That'd probably be you. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> nah, exactly. Sweet. Good format. So right, basically, yeah, we'll two. Be for sale for then. Hey. <laughs> You carefully get the car taken off you and no re-sign for next yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, exactly. Right, so there we go. Two qualifying races and then a couple of finals um, there at Woodford Glen. That all kicks off when I haul it up in front of me. All kicks off. 6.30 racing starts. You can buy your tickets online on woodfordglen.co.nz. $25 an adult, $10 for seniors, $5 for children, $50 for um family and of course if you can't be there Jay you can stream this on Pitts TV Absolutely so Jay Scutridge and his team at the Pitts Media are actually part of our our partners for the crushers themselves so they're cool. on board here as well so um, shout out to Jay but um, they do a fantastic job for us and they give us a bit of exposure as well when they can and we try and do the same for them so um, yeah if you can't make it there obviously if you're out of town because it is expensive to get over the water yep um, then just hit up Pitts Media and I, oh, I can't tell you how much it is sorry but I can't remember I think it's 45 for the night 
possibly. No, you don't even have to get cold. Exactly, which is cheap as chips. Yeah, yeah, especially when you sit at home. Yeah. 25 bucks for a box of iron brown, you'd be away laughing. Exactly, and it's still cheaper than going to the track, uh, you know, from, from farming. Yeah. Yeah, from from farming. Yeah, I think I think we need to talk next year, though. To be fair, Jay, and sort the dates out better so we can bring the pumas down. Absolutely, we will, mate. We um, we're really hoping to get up to teams invasion for the season. Yep. But um, unfortunately, it clashed with our Canterbury champs, and which in turn got rained out, so we should have gone. But anywho, <laughs> um, we can't predict the weather. And uh, you want to do some drawing? Yeah, absolutely. So um, next season it is definitely on the bucket list. Whether we can afford it or not, I mean, if we travel the water, we're looking at five and a half, yeah. six grand or so. Yeah, and uh, that's up pretty quick when you're a team that just does stock cars and all that sort of jazz. Yep, good stuff. Hey Jake, cheers for coming on. Chris has got something to finish off. How's the old man? Go. How's the old man been? He's good, man. He's good. He's uh, talking a heap of crap and reckons I'm going to get bombed this weekend, so he's going to get the live stream to watch me get smoked, he reckons. So Beauty. That'll be quite funny. There's nothing wrong with him then if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still all right. He's still the same thing. Sweet. Good stuff. Jay, we'll catch up in Huntley. Um, actually, we'll probably catch up before then, to be fair, because that's actually quite a while away. So I'll see you before then, yeah. probably. Righto, team. All right, mate. Get back to Brian Bubbles and drawing and colouring, mate. Have fun. Yeah, i got to draw Humpty Dumpty. Very good, because that's going to be you falling off the wall. Yep. Cheers, mate. Yeah. See ya. Righto, boys. Thank you very much. Well, that there's Jay Huggies Holtham there, Chris. Good palmy boy, but now obviously down in Christchurch, and uh, good to always catch up with him every now and then, this time talking about the mainland teams. Yep, that's for sure. Good fella too. Yeah, and it's good to uh, see, you know, that the, that the teams racing down south is getting better and better every year. It's like he said, he's like, it's like the super stock teams. There's no, you know, you can't pick a um, bogey team anymore, eh? Nope, they certainly can't. Certainly can't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, um, teams, speaking of teams, in a roundabout way, triples were on last weekend and we talked to Shane Bracken, of course, about the street stock side of things. Yep. Um, I picked Logan Carl and I'm very happy to say that me mate 6A Logan Carl and his little triples team there took the win. So I'm very happy with my pick there, Chris. Good. I think you won a chocolate fish for that, didn't yep, you? Yep, probably did. <laughs> and Shane Bracken's pick that was obviously beside of picking his own team um, of, you know, Darren Melling, Reddington and, and Al Howison uh, from Hawke's Bay. Well, he finished second. Yeah, so uh, he must get half picks. a chocolate fish. He must get half a chocolate <laughs> fish. So now, nah, so um, hey, looking at the footage though, the street stock triples—they proved everything that we thought they would, oh, and more. Even the super stock race I've seen was a goodie. Yeah, they that was uh, that was awesome. Of course, it was uh, Alan McRobbie, uh, Dale Stewart, and Alex Hill that took the win there. So um, you know, drop AJ out of the team, mate, and you've got a good team. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, no, those boys took the win there in the triples. Uh, it was obviously Pete and Asher Rees and Josh Prentice in second. And I think it was Mig, um, Robbie Morris and Matt Pickard, I think, finished up third yeah. in the uh, in the Superstock triples. In the stock cars, uh, it was all – let's have a look who it was here when I bring the stock car one up again. I had it right in front of me. The stock cars, it was uh, Keegan Orr. Um, and his teammates, which was Brad Coxhead and um, the 733 car as well. They took the, uh, oh, sorry, Tony Coxhead in the 91 um, and the 733 car, 3R. They obviously took first. Uh, Dougie Stanaway um, and his team there took second. And the all-girls trio there, Mila uh, Theobald, Gemma Holloway and Jesse Henderson finished up third, which is cool to see them come through and get onto the podium as well. Yeah, a bit of... Um um, what do you call it? Um, <laughs> Female? No, it's like leading up to that RTO. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Bit of practice, you know? But yeah, well, not exactly. Really practice for them, but yeah. you know what I mean? Well, it is, you know, they've shown, yeah. I mean, there's not, not exactly guys in that triples, uh, <laughs> in, that, in that ladies' crown, but it definitely shows, you know, that yeah. the girls that are racing at that event are the top top of the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I was yeah. trying to get. Yeah. No, I got what you mean, mate. <laughs> hey, um, Gisborne's racing this weekend, though. Chris, that's another track, and they've got modified for the very first time yeah. up there, modified invitation. And um, how many have they got? They've got seven. Jamie Fox, 
Daniel Crump, Daniel Lane, uh, sorry, Brad Lane, uh, Luke Brown, Aaron Lewis, of course, one of the Garage 16 boys, Jordan Adapetti, Mike Goulet, and I'll be picking that Brian McPhee's racing because his car's already up there, <laughs> the yeah. 5W. Yeah. It's not on the entry list. But uh, so, yeah, that's um, that's going to be awesome and exciting to see modifieds flying around Gisborne. Would be. It's going to be, yeah. That bank track will be awesome. Yeah. Street Stock Champ of Champs as well this weekend for them up in Gizzy. They've got 13 cars on the entry list at the moment. Of course, you've got TQs as well, production saloons, and a stock car teams race. Waikato Raiders are taking on the Gisborne Gladiators. Um, not as not a not a good weekend for either Waikato team on Saturday here in Palmy. For um, you know, both teams coming away with uh, two losses, and the Gisborne Hawks Bay combined team stood up. So uh, this time it is a full Gisborne team. So let's see how they front uh, against Waikato for a couple of races. Yeah, so it would be a good. Just another meeting we should mention there, Stu, was the um, tribute to Tama that was also on last Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a great meeting. Unfortunate way to end, but either yep. way, still some awesome racing. What happened on track uh, was still, you know, great. And it was great to see a, a large number of competitors there for, uh, for Tama's. Um, salute to Tama. Unfortunate for Jacko to yeah. tip the car over in the first heat. But um, another of uh, you know Tama's rivals there, Newton Gorge, managed to come away with the win. Yeah, with a um, great race with Brad Lane for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, very, very good to uh, to see you know the modifieds come out to play for Tama. Yep, and I think Sheldy even picked up a win in his stock car just to uh, just to seal the deal for the Arapiti family. Yeah, but like you say, the meeting was caught. Uh, cut short, eh? Yeah, so, so the did... meeting was cut short for um, for safety for reasons. Safety reasons, I think. Um, Wellington Speedway's put something out that tells all the story, um, and just check their Facebook and their website because they have tweaked a few race dates around. So uh, jump onto the Wellington Speedway website and Facebook just to make sure because there was meant to be a derby this weekend that's no longer happening. They just got to do a bit of work, get the track back up to how they want them. And um, no doubt the Wellington team will get right in behind. And, um, you know, if anyone can lend a hand, obviously, the more hands, the merrier to get the team back on track and, you know, get the club back up and uh, running a race meeting. Yep, that's a good thing they're off there. At least more people come here. Yeah, well, exactly. The tank night, eh? What else could, What would you want to be at? The tank night or anywhere else? I'd rather be at tank night. <laughs> Definitely. In, than anywhere else. Maybe teams racing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, tank night's still the one. Exactly. 50 years of the tank, we'll see you there at Palmy. Yep, we will do. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.